Welcome to the Prophecy Club. This is going to be an extremely important broadcast. We're going to be talking about suitcase nukes. I think it is strange that so many people are talking about the coronavirus, and it's almost like our head is turned, and as it is turned to one side, we're about to be hit from another one. So, David Phillips, welcome back to the Prophecy Club. Thanks, Dan. Blessing to be here. Okay, so let's start with this headline. Again, we're talking about suitcase nukes. I have some information that's just come to me in the last 12 hours. The headline says, April 2, Trump claims Iran is planning a, quote, sneak attack on U.S. troops and assets in Iraq. Now, they're looking for this attack to take place in Iraq. So Trump is openly saying that they have information that Iran is about to attack America. They think the attack is coming from Iraq to hit Iraq, Iraq, but I don't think so. So let's back up. I think that it is in retaliation for the U.S. killing Qassem Soleimani, the Iranian major general in the Islamic Revolutionary Guard, which President Trump ordered his 2020 commander of the Quds, uh, which is the, the commander of the 2020 uh, Quds Force, and he was killed just recently. And he's the guy that is responsible for all the bombings. Okay, He's the guy that has blown off arms and legs off of our people over in Iraq. And, and he's, he's the primary guy, so says Trump, that is behind this. All right, now let's back up to some of the beginning because I'm going to tell you where we're going. Leslie had a dream, not before last, and I was just informed about this yesterday afternoon, shortly after I made the last broadcast. So this is the first time you've heard it. And I believe that it is warning us that we better get to praying because this thing is coming. So let's start at the beginning. Former Russian National Security Advisor Alexander uh, Lebed. Now this comes to us straight out of Wikipedia. This next three paragraphs is Wikipedia. So this is not just Prophecy Club. This is just not some wild-eyed prophecy student saying that they see a problem which, by the way, is still good, but this is Wikipedia. So anyway, they say Alexander Lebed, in an interview with CBS News magazine, 60 Minutes, on September the 7th of 1997, claimed that the Russian military had lost more than 100 out of the, 100, out of the 250 suitcase-sized nuclear bombs that Russia had manufactured. They go on to say Stanislav Lunev, the highest-ranking GRU defector, claimed that such Russian-made devices exist and described them in more detail. And he says the devices, identified as RA-115s, weigh from 50 to 65 pounds, and they can last for many years if they are wired to an electric source. In case there's a loss of power, there's a battery backup. If the battery runs low, the weapon has a transmitter that sends a coded message, either by satellite or directly to the GRU post at a Russian embassy or a consulate. According to Lunev, the number of missing nuclear devices is almost identical to the number of strategic targets upon whose those bombs would be used. It goes on to say, Lunev said that he had personally looked for hiding places for weapons caches in the Shenandoah Valley, and that it is surprisingly easy to smuggle nuclear weapons into the U.S. either across the Mexican border or using a small transport missile that can slip undetected when launched from a Russian airplane. U.S. Congressman Kurt Weldon supported claims by Lunev, 
but noted that Lunev had, quote, exaggerated things according to FBI searches that had searched and tried to find them, but they couldn't find them. But law enforcement officials have never found such weapons caches with or without portable nuclear weapons. All right, now that's what Wikipedia says. Now let me go to the prophecy part of it. You've heard this before. You've been listening for a long time. But it's good to hear this again. And we're about to pray because if we don't pray hard. Matter of fact, I'm calling a fast on this. If we don't pray hard. We don't fast. This is what the prophets say is about to hit us. Forget this coronavirus stuff. Coronavirus not near as deadly or dangerous as suitcase nukes. 20 to 50 of them going off the same day all across America. Wow. We'll get to that. So November 1998, we had this Stanislav Lunev, the highest-ranking Russian military officer ever to defect from Russia, to come into Prophecy Club and make a DVD. He actually wore a big hat and sunglasses so that he would not be identified, but I had lunch with him. The DVD, called Russian Defector Warns America, still available at prophecyclub.com and watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. In this video... He stated that the 50, quote, lost in Russia suitcase, suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into the United States. May 5th, 2003, Michael Bolday, a grandson of Dmitry Duderman, had a dream, and he was shown suitcase nukes going off in, listen carefully, California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. Dmitry came to him in the dream and said, these are the places where those who were sent here long ago to bring fear and cause chaos have situated themselves. Now, let's pause for a second. If you believe anything that Dmitry Dudeman said, in my opinion, he is the most credible, probably the greatest prophet to ever walk the, uh, the land of America. If you believe him, then you better listen to this. This is not a joke. This is not a drill. Have situated themselves. The line wait, planning and plotting destruction. They are as coiled serpents, looking forward to the hour when they will be loosed upon this nation. But if God's children pray, once more he will delay the season of the sorrow that is yet to come. Now, that's good. He's saying that we can pray a delay. So if we can pray a delay, we can possibly pray it away. And possibly we can pray at least a softening. January 9, 2005. That night, I asked the Lord to show me the next 9-11 attack. I remember the prayer, and I said, Lord, if you've shown it to one, you'll show it to another. Show me. That night, he showed me that there's going to be a series of suitcase nuclear explosions all across America, and that they would be handled, and, and this would be done by international bankers, and they would use sophisticated bombs, experts in several cities, with one hitting a regional bank, destroying their records and their backups, and that this would put billions of dollars into the hands of the international bankers. International bankers. Well, okay, so where have we heard that international bankers? What's going on with international bankers right now? I'll tell you what's going on. These are your Khazarian mafia, the deep state. These are the guys that Trump is trying to arrest, as we have been telling you, even as we speak. Now, do you suppose that they know that these arrests are coming? Look, if you have done child sacrifice, if you'd had sex with a child, you know it. And that means you had a pretty good idea. Your name is on one of those sealed indictments. And if you can listen to the private conversation between the President of the United States and the, and the President of Australia or Mexico, as they did, then you better know that they know 
that their arrest is right around the corner. Do you not think that that's the reason they've attacked Trump so unmercifully? In other words, they know it's coming. And do you think that they're going to retaliate? Do you think that they know that they have those suitcase nukes and that their finger is on the trigger? You better know that they do, and they've been looking for a good excuse. We start those roundups, and brothers and sisters, as I've been saying for a while, you better know it's coming. 2005, former Congressman Kurt Weldon, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee. Unco- this is not a prophecy student, okay? Uncovered a plot to set explosions in 10 cities. He couldn't get the authorities to act, so he wrote a book entitled Countdown to Terror. The 10 cities were Valdez, Alaska. Listen to the cities. You're going to hear them named several times. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, Houston. On October 15, 2004, in a dream summarized as Eagle and the Serpents, Michael Boldea was shown an eagle was killed by three serpents. He was told the first bite was uh, like a brown snake or Arab, as in 9-11. He was shown the second serpent would be much worse than the first, and he was shown that it was of red and black diagonal stripes. Now, the interesting thing is, do a Google search. Look at the the uh, flag for Iraq, uh, and you will find, or, or excuse me, yeah, yeah, Iraq. Iraq is black and red and white. And what did they just say? They said that they're afraid that Iraq is about to be attacked. I'm about to tell you that Iran and Iraq are in cahoots on this thing. I'm going to show you. We'll get to that in just a second. So the second serpent is made of red and black diagonal stripes. The third serpent, one of many colors, meaning many nations, finally killed the eagle. The angel said the first bike was 9-11. The second is yet to come. And the third will be its destruction. In other words, the destruction of America when Russia attacks. The second bite came from an unexpected place. Internally? (laughs) February 2013, we had Doug Metzger in to make a Prophecy Club DVD called Will You Survive America's Fall? In which he reports he was shown a vision of suitcase nukes hitting Los Angeles. Listen to the cities again. Same cities. New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. The thing I'm about to read to you is the eighth, eighth person that has seen this. August 28, 2013, I began connecting the dots of God's revealed secrets, the Iraq flag being red and black. The results, as I've shown you, will be the central records of a bank being destroyed, allowing billions of dollars to go directly into their pockets. March 22, 2020. Leslie had a dream. I haven't told you about this one. Uh, Should have, but now I see why it was delayed. This is going to be a setup so you can understand where we're going with this. So my wife, Leslie, uh, Prophet Leslie Johnson, had a dream. We call it Stuck in Chaos. She said, Stan and I were in a car headed home. We took an exit off of the highway that curved around, the type of curb you don't slow down on. You continue going. After taking the exit, we came to a stop. There were cars everywhere and a semi-truck to our left. On the right side of us was a gas station, something like the racetrack, large gas station. People were getting out of their cars, so we did also. A policeman was in the middle of the mess trying to direct everyone. Now, the first thing I want you to remember is... Stuck in traffic. 
Is that where our country is right now? The traffic is not moving? No. I mean, yes, that's where we are. Matter of fact, the traffic is so not moving, it's not even out there. Uh, Sean told me the other day in, in Kansas, he said it's, it's like a, a ghost town. The policeman was yelling, move the cart, move the cart. I saw a grocery cart in the middle of the people, so I went towards the cart to move it out of the way, and the policeman, policeman began, to get, began to yell again, no, not the cart, not the cart, move the cars, move the cars. With that, in other words, it's saying chaos. It's saying chaos is about to hit America. And I don't think it's talking about the coronavirus. With that, I looked at Stan. He was going back to my car to get my handgun. What do you suppose the message is in that? Because chaos was breaking out. The policeman was drawing his gun. I looked up in the sky, and there was a drone moving towards the crowd. As the drone was approaching, I was looking to see where to hide. I felt as if the drone was going to shoot at something in the crowd. Now, the second thing there is, understand that there are people that are watching us. And in this case, specifically from the sky. I didn't feel safe to run into the market or the gas station, afraid it would blow up or to the left of us was some kind of a semi-truck and it would not be safe to hide there. So Stan and I got back in our car and began praying. That's a very important key. It's saying that things are about to stop in America, and there is about to be a time when we're going to have to be prepared to prepare or to to protect ourselves. I'll say it that way. I mean, protect ourselves physically, and we better pray. In light of the coronavirus, I believe that we still have time of uh, still have a time of chaos in the streets. Even policemen, not knowing how to direct the people in chaos, since the empty cart was in the middle of the people, we still have a time of empty shelves at the grocery store. The drone was a threat to all of us that we were stuck in the chaos or the mess. Obviously, the only way and only hope is crying and praying to God that he'll take care of us. That's a very important key. In other words, we're coming to a time of chaos when the policemen will have to pull their guns and have to start directing people around. And we need to also be ready to be protected ourselves. I'm not suggesting to you how to do that. And that you need to understand that they are watching us and our only protection is fasting and prayer. Now, I had another dream. I haven't even told this one to Leslie yet. Now, you've heard me say a couple of times that I've never had any kind of a dream where Leslie or our family was any kind of a, a trouble or running from anything or or uh, it's got barbed wire or anything like that. Well, I can't say that anymore because for one of 2020, I had a dream. I watched as a black helicopter tilted forward and flew into a black cloud. Immediately, the cloud blew away, but the helicopter disappeared. I couldn't see it, but I could hear it through the clouds. I could hear it as it was moving around and tracking. And finally, the helicopter emerged out of the dark clouds, and in an instant, he had landed 50 feet away from me. I knew it was some kind of authority. I knew they were seeking me, and it wasn't going to be good. So I crouched down, hiding. And I was trying to, I, I could hear, hear them talking, and they were tracking me, I discovered, by my cell phone. So I quickly did that quick little way you turn off the cell phone very quickly. So I turned off cell phone. Now, I wasn't thinking at, time, at the time, but even if our cell phone is off, they can still track it. And, and the dream ended. So I can now say that I believe that, uh, that someplace in here that authorities are going to be, well, the dream would be tracking me. And I don't know why they'd do that, uh, but it also may be related to you. 
Now let's go to the one that is the most important thing we need to get to here. April 2, 2020. Yesterday about noon, we were done with yesterday's broadcast. And that afternoon, Leslie emailed me this dream. (laughs) She emailed it to me because it's that important. We spent 30 minutes to an hour reading through it several times, discussing every word of it. Now, before we get into the dream, I believe essentially what it is saying, it is saying that these suitcase nukes are about to go off unless we pray. And so I'm calling a nationwide prayer and fasting uh, because it's that serious. If we don't if we don't pray, America's about to be hit. Forget the coronavirus. That's not the problem. This is the problem. So let's get into it. I woke this morning coming out of the dream, Leslie says. I was part of a roundtable discussion. Different important political people were around the table, and they were announcing different positions and parts of the roundtable discussion. I was shown a short advertisement about buying insurance. When it was my turn to speak, I told the group that we had been given insurance policy that will not be part that we will not be part of the bombings. Now, I think Leslie had talked about this. We believe that the insurance policy is basically God saying, if you want my protection in what is about to hit you, you better be fasting and you better be praying, praying with all of your heart. Let's go on. There was a very good looking man in the dream that was in the ad about the insurance. He was encouraging us that we need to buy the insurance policy from him. I made the comment, since he is so good looking, should we trust him? Then I heard President Trump's voice speaking to the group saying, we now have been given the word that we will not be part of the bombing. This Iranian, okay, that's that's big. I mean, she actually is told who's doing this. This Iranian, this extremely good-looking man, has assured us with his insurance policy. Trump continued to say that only countries involved now in the bombing are Iran, Iraq, and Cuba. Cuba can be spared the bombings if Cuba will change its position and direction in supporting Iran. You know what that's saying? That's saying that Iran and Iraq have buddied up. You might say they've kissed and made up, and they're coming against America. And by the way, if you go read Isaiah 13.10, it says, I will stir up the Medes against them. So I have long been saying that Iran and Iraq is going to be part of the people that are attacking America. Well, here it is. And it's also hinting that Cuba might also be part of it. But let's go on. There's more. President Trump continued to say, It's like taking a spoonful of sugar for the time being. A small bliss, so to speak. I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about that in a second. I'll finish it. Stan said in the dream that he heard others teaching about this mountain to retreat to. That it was a safe mountain. There is a scripture about a mountain to go to. And Stan said that others were leading many people astray saying, trust this mountain, no harm can come from you. Stan said that that has nothing to do with a physical mountain. It is not to be led astray. He said that those were being led to go in a direction of error, not truth, but taking the wording out of context. If you dwell on that mountain, there will be peril and destruction. The mountain to dwell on is not a physical mountain, but a spiritual mountain of purity and cleanness. When Lot went to the mountain, he stayed there, isolated, and fell into great sin, and caused others to do the same. Then I awoke. Now, let's talk about two things. What is President Trump saying here? He's, he's, I think the dream is clearly saying that Iran and Iraq and possibly Cuba are going to be involved in this. 
It also specifically had the word Cuba can be spared the bombings. <laughs> so to me, it's there's there's no question. It's not that America is going to be bombing Iraq and Cuba and Iran. Uh, they're going to be trying to bomb us. That's what's going on. But when it says President Trump continued to say it's like taking a spoonful of sugar for the time being, a small bliss, so to speak. We're a little confused on that. We're not totally. I mean, Leslie and I prayed about this. We looked at each other for a long time. We discussed that. And we think it's saying that if we continue to pray, if we fast, that we can avoid this. In other words, it's like taking a spoonful of sugar. Well, when do you take a spoonful of sugar? Well, what was the movie that taught us a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down? So I believe it's saying that we can avoid this, but we have to pray. And that's confirmed by the next part where it's talking about a mountain. So some people are telling people to run to the mountain. Well, what are we hearing? How many of these websites get out there and they're telling you to run to the hills, run to the woods, run out someplace and dig a hole and crawl into it and, you know, survive? <laughs> well, that's not what Dimitri was told. Dimitri was told what we need to do if we want God's protection is to stop sinning and repent. Because only in that can we find trust. I can, I'm thinking there's, there's several of Demetrius' messages that said that. Let me tell you the one that I need to talk about. Soon after Dimitri had arrived here, after he'd sat on the electric chair twice and they couldn't kill him, he came to America. The angel Gabriel came to him, and he, say, he says he showed him a vision. He said he was on this big, tall mountain. And he said he was trying to climb the mountain, and there was him and his family and we were all there and some of their friends. And he said that there was trees on the bottom half of the mountain. And he says as they got closer to the middle of the mountain, the trees became less and less. Finally, the top half of the mountain had no trees on it at all. And he said at that point, they were literally crawling on their hands and knees, clawing at every rock, trying to get up this mountain. And they noticed that they turned back and some of the people were falling back into the fire at the bottom of the mountain. Others, these small children, like one or two years old, were running up the mountain with ease. They're just swish, swish, swish going by them. And he said he finally got all of his family up to the top of the mountain. He said, and the vision ended. And that was the angel Gabriel. And he said, Demetri, do you know what the mountain is? Demetri said, no, I don't. He said, the mountain is Jesus. He said, who are the people that fell back into the fire? He said, well, those are people that had black backslidden away from Jesus, and they had too much sin in their life, and they fell back into the fire. He said, who are the children that could run up the mountain easily? He said, I don't know. He said, those are the children, because they have no sin, they could run up the mountain to Jesus very quickly and easily. See, I think that that's what it's saying. This is a really, really, and, and let me also say this. I know that people sometimes want God to just, well, she just talk plain. I mean, just spit it out. Just tell me directly. Just tell me exactly what's going on. But the further away it is, the more direct God will talk. And the less important it is, the more God will talk. I'm talking about the way he talks to modern prophets. And so not just Leslie, all of them. But the closer it is, the more he talks in smoke and mirrors, and you might say shadows, and he doesn't say it directly, because you've got to pray, you've got to press in, you've got to hear it by the Spirit. 
He won't say it directly. See, what we want him to say is, okay, on such and such a date, Iran, Iraq, and Cuba is going to hit us with suitcase nukes. Pray. That's what we want to hear. But that's not the way it works. Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing except he revealeth his secret to his servants, the prophets. This is a secret. God is very good at keeping secrets. He has only given us some hints. Why does he say it that way? Well, why, does, why didn't he just put in Revelation 18 that it's all talking about the United States of America? Because he wants us to discern it by our spirit. He wants us to realize what he's saying. This, my brothers and sisters, this is very, very, very important. This is one of the most, and nobody else has got this. This is one of the most important things that God has said to us in a long time. But it's very subtle. Now, let's go back through it. What's it saying? He's telling them to buy insurance. Well, what's that? How do you get insurance? Jesus is the only insurance. It's saying, it's hinting, you better start fasting. And in, in, in that it's very veiled like this. Let's not talk about this a long time. In that it's veiled like this. And even her, even her and I talking about it, we weren't exactly certain about what it was going to say. So in that it's veiled, to me it says it's very close. And it also says it's going to sting really bad. The insurance is talking about how you must pray. And then when President Trump, he comes right into the dream. He speaks not once but twice into the dream. It's confirming. And he even has the words Iran, Iraq, and Cuba in the dream. It specifically has the word bombing in it. Not once, twice. If you have the insurance policy, you will not be part of the bombings. In other words, if you're praying and fasting, you won't be part of the bombings. Now, in the natural, yes, it'd be a very, be a very good idea for people to call Prophecy Club and get some of those potassium iodate pills. And I don't even know if I have time to explain that, but that's trying to protect yourself physically. And that's a good idea. There's, two, that's, there's no problem with that. But what I'm calling is for everyone to do a prayer and fast, an entire day of praying, praying and fasting. And I want to call it immediately, but I don't think I have enough time to get it all out. So if you're on our email service, then I'll send you an email, let you know where and when it's going to be. But in the meantime, we need to pray. This is the prayer that we prayed September 7th, 2013, that got us the first delay from this possibly hitting. Let's pray it again. Let's pray in agreement. Lord, we give you our heart, our worship, our life. We ask you, Lord, to delay the season of sorrow that you have set to happen to America. Lord, we know that our nation has sinned grievously against you, but we ask you to forgive and to give America more time to warn more people, more time to win more people to you, Lord. Lord, we ask you to stop this attack on America, this attack coming from Iran, Iraq, Cuba, or anyone else. We ask you to stop these series of explosions from hitting America. We ask that you get us the things that we need to do, that you would hear our fasting, that you would hear our prayers and delay this, and that these explosive devices would be discovered, dismantled, and the threat would go away. In Jesus' name, amen. David. Amen. Well, Stan, you only need medicine if you are sick, right? And the question is, has America really repented? I mean, I know that Trump did declare a day of prayer, but the scripture says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray 
and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Right? We may have prayed as a nation, but again, we do not see people turning from their wicked ways. So this is a very serious warning. Amen. Now, let me close out the broadcast by saying four things. First of all, thank you. We do have the money for the three broadcasts. We are still gathering money because it's going to take a lot more than that to broadcast those three broadcasts out. And those broadcasts are going to be on Dimitri's message on the secret door to understand Bible prophecy and miss the mark. Second thing is you want to go to prophecyclub.com. You want to order that secret door to understand Bible prophecy so that you can understand it to give an answer to teach Bible prophecy and miss the mark. Read it yourself. Then you want to start giving it away to other people. Third, go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. And I now can tell you the new date for the crusade is July 29, August 2. July 29 through August 2. I'll say it again. July 29th, 2020 through August 2 of 2020. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com to get signed up for the crusade and prophecyclub.com for both of the books and Heaven's Harvest for various food and survival supplies. Mm-hmm. 